Hey there, this is Mike, and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. A friend of mine asked me recently, Mike, what do you do when you feel really stressed out and overwhelmed, when it feels like faith is lost? Well, those are wonderful questions. Have you ever felt like that? I have, plenty of times. One thing happens that I immediately judge as bad, and I react to it. Then something else happens that I judge as bad, and I react to that. Then it seems like I'm lost in a a whirlwind of despair. I feel it in my body, too. My jaw starts to hurt. My chest hurts. My despair shows up in all kinds of ways, in my body and in my surroundings. The storm would continue to rage around me as I got lost in thinking about the bad things that happened, and then about how badly I reacted to it, and I would begin to feel lost and small and separate. There's a wonderful story in the Bible. Jesus is asleep on a boat with his disciples, and a storm comes up. Now, the disciples are portrayed as actual people, but Neville Goddard says that they represent qualities of the mind. Well, either way, these characters are freaking out as the storm rages. It isn't until Jesus awakes that the storm is calmed and there's peace. Neville uses that story as an illustration of us. Each one of us is the boat, the ark of God. And when we wake up to our true nature, we can calm the storms of life. Now, the storms that are raging around us are not caused by something or someone outside of us. Let let me just read some of Neville's own words. This is from his 1968 lecture, Freedom. In the eighth chapter of Matthew, one of the miracles of Scripture is recorded as an acted parable. It is said that when he entered the boat, he fell asleep and a great storm arose. So they woke him, saying, Lord, we perish, save us. And he said, Why are you afraid, O men of little faith? Then he rose and rebuked the wind and the sea, and there was a great calm. If there is only one cause, then he who quelled the wind and the sea is the one who caused the storm. There cannot be another. If there is confusion in your life and you resolve it in your imagination, and the world bears witness to what you have done, you caused the change. And since there is no other cause, then did you not cause the confusion also? There is only one God and Father of us all, who is above all, through all, and in all. If He is in every being who says, I am, and there is only one God, no one can accuse another. For God's name is not He is, but I am. No matter what appears on the outside, I am its cause. Assume full responsibility for the things you observe. And if you do not like what you see, know you have the power to change them. Then exercise that power and you will observe the change you caused. If you are truly willing to assume that responsibility, you are set free. There's no outer cause for the storms of my life. There's no outer cause for the peace and calm in my life either. My answer to my friend who asked me the question was to, at first, send him to links to a couple of episodes of mine. 
One in particular, and one of my personal favorites, is number 171. I, the first principle. Hmm, the first principle. Be still and know that I am God. It's from the 46th Psalm in the Old Testament. Neville calls it the first principle. It's not the beginning of a series of principles or steps. It's the thing to recognize. It's the main thing. <laughs> it's who we are. Be still and experience my own awareness of being, my I amness as God. Be still. Loosen my grip. It also means to sink. I like that one. Sink down into pure awareness and experience my own awareness of being as what we've been taught to call God. God isn't its name. It isn't Jehovah, Yahweh, Jesus, Krishna, Brahman. It can't really be named. It's the awareness back of all things, containing all things. Neville also calls it imagination. It's who we are. It's who you are. The Old Testament has this awareness telling Moses that its name is I Am, the self-existent one. If you need a name for it, use that, I Am, or even just I. <laughs> Go through the Bible and replace Lord and God with I Am, and it peels back layers and layers of man-made theology. It makes the Bible such a beautiful collection of writings. You wrote that, by the way. There's only one I am. And those people that wrote the scriptures are you. It's the same Father, the same I amness in all of us. When Jesus, which means I am, saves, says, I am the way. I am the truth, I am the life, and I am the door. That's awakened imagination talking. Look at those I am scriptures in the New Testament for yourself and say them out loud, read them out loud as if you're the one saying them. Go through all the, if you have a red letter edition, you know, some uh, translations or versions of the Bible put Jesus's words in red letters. Go back and read all of them as if it's you, you talking because it is. <laughs> That's blasphemy, Mike. <laughs> I am. My I amness is the way. It is the life. And it is the salvation in each one of us. Neville suggested one way of getting to or experiencing the first principle. He said, get quiet and silently and feelingly repeat, I am until you feel an expansion within. It is a glorious feeling, but I'll be frank here, and that didn't work for me. I would start repeating, I am, I am, and then I would immediately want to fill in the gap. I am what? <laughs> what am I? So one day I just stopped short of saying, thinking, am. I know it sounds silly, but I just, thought I and felt I, the first person pronoun I. I'm nothing, I'm just I. 
And that worked wonders for me. It was the most wonderful thing, this feeling, this expansion that crept up like a long forgotten dried up well filling up with water. I, nothing to be, nothing to have to attach to it. I, that I is the one who's been moving through many, many states of consciousness on many turns of the wheel of recurrence. We don't have this one little life to live and then it's all over. There's no fun in that. <laughs> this I that I am is not my present circumstances. Circumstances are evidence of or a manifestation of my state of consciousness. After I found this I, the first principle, I really began exploring, going through my life, what I call my life, my childhood, teenage years. You want to try it with me? Think back to a wonderful time in your childhood, maybe Christmas morning. And close your eyes and put yourself back there in that memory. What do you see? What do you smell? Is there food cooking in the kitchen? Maybe you smell the scent from the Christmas tree or the candles burning. Can you feel the gift in your hands as you rip open the wrapping paper? I did this as I explored. I went right back to 1974, Christmas morning on Center Street. <laughs> kneeling on the floor in our living room as my siblings and I opened our gifts. My gift, this one particular gift, was a G.I. Joe Adventure Team vehicle. Do you remember that one? Six wheels, it could go anywhere. <laughs> I was so excited and then immediately devastated when I realized there was no G.I. Joe figure in the box with the vehicle. And I started crying. Oh, I was wailing. The most horrible thing had happened. What an injustice. I remember looking up at my dad through my tears. There's no G.I. Joe. <laughs> As I went back to that moment in my imagination, I revised it. I was nearly 50 years old and that memory, the way I reacted to my parents still bothered me. I didn't like that I was so ungrateful to my parents, my very generous parents. And so while I was there in that moment, I rewrote it. I knelt there on the floor in my light blue pajamas and excitedly thanked my parents for the wonderful gift. Did I alter the past? Well, what is the past other than that part of our imagination that we categorize as our past and we choose to continue to hold on to? I completely changed my experience of it and my feelings about that day. Okay, let's go somewhere else maybe high school graduation. Put yourself on the platform as they call your name to get your diploma. Hear your loved ones cheer for you. Maybe all the details aren't there, but can you remember the exhilaration you felt about this newfound freedom of being out of high school? Life's gonna change now, I'm free. <laughs> Play with that memory. Feel the excitement and the freedom. Your whole life's ahead of you.
Now let's bring it forward to this morning. In your imagination, go back to bed. You're back in bed this morning. As you woke up, how were you feeling? What was going through your mind? Was there any worry as you listened to the news this morning? Maybe some irritation with yourself as you notice your pants are a little tighter than they were before the holidays? <laughs> None of the things or experiences we walked through just now are you. I didn't have you bring up what you remember as awful experiences because we really don't need help from anyone else to give life to those things, do we? But those aren't you either. They're all states of consciousness objectified in your world, continuing to claim squatter's rights in your imagination. You are the I that has moved through and continues to move through these states of consciousness. There may still be storms that come and it feels like your whole world is ripping apart, but remember that you are the eye of the storm. Like the eye of a hurricane, a center of calmness, complete calm and peace and silence. That's you. Hmm. There's freedom in realizing this. I can give you all kinds of examples and tell you repeatedly that you are God, that the universe and all within it is contained within you, that you are the one who makes the sunshine and the ocean currents move. You are the one giving the birds their beautiful songs. And you're so freaking, unbelievably beautiful, loving, and powerful. But none of what I say or some teacher says will take you all the way. It's something you need to experience. There's no complex plan or regimen to undergo, to follow. Just turn within. Jeremiah 33.3 in the Old Testament tells us all we have to do is ask. Call to me and I'll show you great and unsearchable things. That's you your true self calling out to you saying, hey, hey, I'm right here within you. Turn to me and I'll surprise you. I love you. I'm feeling twisty. <laughs>